because I'm not that person, but you feel like like my my the my my, my whole battle was I know you're going to do this. I know this is how you react. I know this is what you do. I know this is what you do. No, you know that's what I did. And that's when that that the, that version of me kicks in. And I was just say, okay. <laughs> everybody it's your boy taz and you are watching the intro podcast and of course i have the one and the only the homie jr is in the house y'all he already using this sexy voice um <laughs> i'm so done with all of this sexy voice stuff just be hood with it you want me to be hood with it do you have a hood side you don't want to meet that side we there's a poll if you're listening on spotify um it's gonna ask do do you want jr's hood side what does that look like? Ooh. You know what a nigga that don't care look like? What it sound like? What it feel like? Oh, that's me right now. Nah, I mean, you don't care about certain things right now, but nigga don't give a fuck about nothing. I don't care about nothing. Yeah, that's, 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 that's when you get that. You don't want that. You don't want that. I'm interested. Mm-mm. I'm going to go back to uh, Wisconsin and see if I can get anybody to <laughs> give me some stories about... You ain't got to go to Wisconsin for that. Well, you mean I can get that info right here in the D? I'm here for it. Let's mm-hmm. go. Nah, we ain't, we ain't gonna worry about we ain't gonna go right that right now. <laughs> Anywho, man. So what's going on, man? Uh, life is life in right now, man. What's going on with you, man? How's how's the family? Life is life for everybody right now. Uh, school just started back. Yeah, man. So dealing with that. Um, of course, my daughter is worried that. She not in class with none of her friends. I said, well, make more friends. The more friends you got, the less you got to worry about not being in class with somebody. Yeah. That's my logic behind it. How's that worrying out? Uh, it seems all right right now. It's still the beginning of the year. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens by Christmas or whatnot. Um, you know, son's going to Air Force soon. I'm not sure if he's ready. Wait, wait, wait. Now, why? What's, what's going on with, with nephew? Uh, ain't, ain't nothing going on. It's just, you know, he, he living his best life right now, you know. Mm. So he, he, he out here having fun and all of these things. It's like after a while, you know, you it's time to shut all this fun down. Yeah. Once you're having fun for a while, you, yeah. don't, you don't want to stop. That's so. why I encourage uh, young people like seniors in high school. I'd be like, and it's this is probably debatable. I tell them, don't wait years and years and years. Or don't don't even wait a year to go to college. Yeah. If if you have plans to go to college, go go now. Mm-hmm. Because the more you sit out, the harder it's gonna get. I did that. Mm. I did that. Oh man, it took forever. Like I went to college the first year when I got out of high school, mm-hmm. and I realized immediately like I didn't fit. So what I did was, since I lost my scholarship that year anyway, I was like, I'm gonna just take a year off yeah. and go back. One year turned into two, mm-hmm. two turned into five real quick. And so after that, after that five years, I'm like, I gotta do something. So I went back. I didn't go back originally for what I was going for, mm-hmm. but I went back. And it's difficult. Yeah. Because then, as I'm in my twenties, damn. 
Whatever. <laughs> I had to. Had to do it to I, me. I've been, I've been waiting had because you, you did me last show. I know. So I, 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 I had to go back. there. Yeah, go okay. on. <laughs> but, so, so you in your 20s, right, and you start in college. Meanwhile, all these other kids... 18, 19, mm-hmm. they look at you like you old. Mm-hmm. Cause now you starting over where we already yeah. at. So and you got that aspect. And then since you didn't been out the game so long, yeah. you you trying to build, you trying to get the momentum to go back. It's like, it's like, like, like the snowball effect. You know, it's a lot easier once you build up the snowball, you got some momentum. Mm-hmm. Once that snowball stop, that's your ass. It's Mr. hard Boss to man. get it back going yeah. again. And so that's that's how I felt. I had to be motivated. At the same time, I had a kid by then. Life was lifing. Yeah. I had responsibilities. Yeah. You know, those yeah. are the things we got to worry about. So I advise, I encourage if if, if you got yeah. 18 to 17, fresh out of high school, kids out there talking about going to school, make them go. Right? Like right now. Yeah, if they take that time off, they're not going to go. Mm-hmm. If they go back, it's going to be hard. Yeah. So just have them go right away, get it over with, enjoy the rest of the years of their life. I know uh, in regards to what you were saying about going and, you know, the whole age difference, I remember I was dating uh, this guy. We'll just call him GT. Uh, when I say, like, fashion, like, he would literally just take fabric. Mm. And just create some of the dopest clothing ever. That's good. Uh, he wanted to uh, go to school for fashion, but he didn't want to go by himself. Me personally, I had no interest in it. But because he wanted to go, we went to Wade College downtown. Uh-huh. Um, and although the school was in Dallas and we lived in Dallas, we didn't want. We wanted to experience that life of campus life yeah, but the campus life was more uh apartment yeah so they rented out some apartments actually a little bit uh down the street from here uh on preston uh, so we move into that apartment it was like i want to say five or six to an apartment okay i found myself being the old man whenever they would party yeah. And I was like, can y'all quiet down, please? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got used to peace and quiet. Because before I was living with my auntie and my uncle, whatever, Aunt Dan and Uncle Fred, and I got so used to being at my age at that time, I was used to just, you know, Zen moments. I And if I wanted to turn up, I turn up outside. Yeah. And then come back home. Nah, these niggas would be turning up in the apartment knowing wow. we got to all be up at 6 o'clock in the morning for class. Because they just want to turn up here. They want to turn up. They they literally wanted the college life. Yeah. And I was like, I tap out. Take me out the game, coach. Don't put me in the game, coach. Take me out. Um, and I, so it it that's another reason why... I'm a bit. I'm a big advocate to say if you go to if you want, want to go to college, go now because you'll miss out on certain experiences once you yes. get older because your toleration is way different. Hell yeah, because my toleration for noise was zero. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't fathom the 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 point of why y'all want to party and y'all all know in a couple hours. We have to be up. But see, because for you, responsibility had already kicked in. Yes. For some years at yes. that point. See, you got to remember, these these are kids that's 
fresh out of high school, finally got a little taste of freedom. Mm-hmm. So they taking every minute of it they can. You, on the other hand, already had freedom. It's like, we got responsibility in the morning. They like, we're still going to get up. And you like, well, can we get some sleep and then get up? <laughs> like, and, and like, that's this is where I was introduced to, uh, shall I say, powder. Life. When I asked the way, let me backtrace because I don't want y'all saying, "Oh, he was introduced." That means he was using. No, he was <laughs> not using. I was introduced to being around people who were very heavily engulfed in using uh, those, those drugs, and I saw the effect uh, casually. Casually, yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, "This is what y'all do, and y'all, y'all these rich white folk." Yep. You come from a wealthy family. So you can afford it. Yeah. What what did Whitney say? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> As a matter of fact, happy belated birthday. I wouldn't say her birthday was last week. Happy birthday, Whitney. We well, love and miss you. Happy birthday. Happy belated. I love it whenever she said crack is whack. <laughs> crack is crack is a broke person's drug. <laughs> broke person's drug. I love it. Crack is, but not cocaine. I'm glad oh, that one is cooked and one is not. But it, anyway, what's up? Wait, so you you want to give us the education? Nope. On um, whip it. What, what they say, whip it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Wait. Speaking of, I watched the video. I want to say last week or week before last, where this guy was literally showing, and and it was on Instagram. He literally showed how to whatever you, you do to make it from crack to cocaine, cocaine or whatever. Cocaine to crack. He had to burn and everything. He literally showed the full process on how to do that. And I'm pretty sure he's in jail now. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I want to know how did the video get on social media? Because they let you post stuff before they filter it and, 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 and censor it. Yeah. So it probably got posted and then when they caught it, like, how do you let this slip through the cracks? And there you have it. But at the same time, did he really break any community standards? I don't know. And that's I my that, and that was the question to myself is, I know morally you may be wrong. <laughs> you might morally, be morally, legally. <laughs> but according to social media, what did you do wrong? Exactly. Because I mean, if you look at Twitter, I'm sorry. X. Where did this X come from? I ain't get me started on this crap. This but it's Elon trying to do stuff. But and so whenever I first saw it, this was my um my response to it. You are on brand because Twitter over fifty percent of Twitter is porn now. Anyway, is it? Dang. Oh, you haven't seen. I, I'm not on Twitter. I ain't been on Twitter in years. I'm gonna take you down a rabbit hole one of these days to let you see. I like, purposely won't get on Twitter because it's too much. When I tell you, you don't like OnlyFans is really you know what on yeah. But even before you go to OnlyFans, the OnlyFans uh, creators they're using Twitter as their promo page to market. So like buying videos, rent videos. Paying for memberships, even for OnlyFans and all these other websites, it's pointless now because as long as you have an X page, you can watch it. You can watch it. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> watch this. Thank y'all. 
I'm just saying. Man, um, you know uh, recently how my life has heavily changed. Yeah. Man, uh, for those of you who don't know uh, or who are not following me on social media, I am dealing with something that I never, ever thought as a parent I would ever have to deal with. And you think you have this parenting thing together. Oh, no. Until you're faced with a situation to where as good of a parent as you know you are, you feel hopeless and helpless. You feel like you're a good parent? I feel like I'm winging it every day. <laughs> I'm winging it. Wait, this right here has literally shown me you don't know nothing. Well, see, we ain't supposed to know nothing. This is true. It's a, it's a learning process. I don't think anybody can just be like, I'm a great parent because... We literally learn something new every day. We yeah. learn something about our kids. We learn something about the people around them. Yeah. We learn something about their society and how they look at life every day. Yeah. I realize now that what my daughter's exposed to on a consistent basis is not even normal life to what I was growing up. Like, mm -hmm. for instance, She's really in the art right now. Yes, because I, I, you know, last time I was there, she was showing me some of her drawings. Right, and so she did a bunch of drawings yesterday, and you know, she's now she's doing like the the characters. She's drawing like anime characters or whatever, and so she she drew four different characters, and then she drew them, and underneath, you know, she gave them all the name and she gave them all the pronoun. So I'm looking at this, and. Not only did she give them a pronoun, she's giving them orientations. Okay. And so one was like they, them. One of them was like bi. One of them was lesbian. And it's four images on this paper. I'm like, not one straight image, huh? And not, not one of them was straight. Like you couldn't just have a regular one. straight yeah. male or female on the image. It's like that's what they're growing up with. Yeah. We didn't grow up with that. No, not ever. We didn't learn about that until later on. Hell, I'm still learning about it. Yeah. I'm still confused by the whole they, them. Uh, I'm confused on. and I'm a part of the group. <laughs> like, hey, I am, but I know nothing. It's like, because I don't, I don't understand the point. I'm like, why are we using plurals to identify you? Yeah. I can see you, you You want to be gender neutral. You don't want to be called a gender, but you don't want to be called it. But that's exactly what you are. You are a it in that case. You're yeah. not a they because they is more than one. I learned that in, 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 in elementary school. I guess, yeah, yeah. So I'm confused by the whole they, them. Because when you say they, them, I'm like, well, how many of them is it? So it's just one. I was like, well, that's that's one. Like that's, that's I'm trying to think of who. <laughs> there's a celebrity. I don't know if it was on the podcast or if it was just a, a show, but somebody actually said the same thing. Like, whenever you say you're, the, you're they, I'm looking around the corner. <laughs> Right, like to how see how, how many people following you. <laughs> exactly. Like, who who are coming to the, the the party with you? Just they. Yeah. Where what what they at? Right. I want to see who all this. So it's it's just it's a lot. But how how do you feel? You know, because like you said, whenever we were Jasmine's age, we didn't have the ability to um learn about. LGBTQ, or if we did have the right to learn about it, or the the knowledge of who it was, it was 
pretty much all negative. Yeah. And you had to learn it on your own. Yeah. And there was it was backlash behind it. Because your uncles wasn't playing that shit. Right. But it, the funny part about it is you would probably have an uncle that, that's in the community who mm-hmm. act like he wasn't in the yep. community. Because like in our era, it was frowned upon. Mm-hmm. And like now it's like so socially accepted that, you know, kids know about it and they embrace it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, and this is me personally, so if I get canceled, you know, whatever. I'm just saying my opinion. I feel like kids get confused by it because now there's so much to take in. They're learning their own sexuality, mm-hmm. but they've already been exposed to X, Y, and Z sexualities. So they're trying to figure out now where do they fit mm-hmm. into this. And since these are more common now than straight male and female mm-hmm. sexualities, these kids are like, well, where do I go? Because yeah. At this age, especially, you know, they're in middle school, they want to fit somewhere. Yeah. And so part of me feels like kids now are going through the same struggle that people that were learning their homosexuality back when they were in middle school, Mm -hmm. regular kids are feeling that same way now. They feel out of place. Mm-hmm. They feel like they don't belong anywhere or they feel like they're going to be talked about if they don't fall into one of these categories. Yeah. And I just don't know how to feel about it. I, I really feel like the whole thing, I'm not sure if it's an agenda or not, mm-hmm. but I feel like we should really leave sexuality out of it until they become adults. Because now, you know, if kids go to the doctor now, they ask them what they identify as. Mm-hmm. These are kids. Mm-hmm. You barely got an identity as a kid. No. They ask my 12-year-old, what do you identify as, boy or girl? Personally, I don't give a fuck what she identifies as, what her, what her uh, biology says. That's what the fuck she is right now. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so treat her as such yeah. until if she want to make a decision later on in life, that's fine. But she's going to be 18 and an adult by goddamn mm-hmm. then. My kid ain't making no decisions like that before they're old enough to smoke or vote. Ooh, smoke. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. You just reminded me of what I need in my life today. Oh, Lord. Cousins, I need a care package. That they, they call them care packages uh-huh. because that they care about me. Oh. And they care about me so much to where they know since I can't roll, they roll it for me. Mm. Care package. So you basically got pre-rolls. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you coming from... From from Nevada, they coming from somewhere. Else? They coming from Oak Cliff. Oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> they coming from Oak Cliff. My nephews downstairs that you met, they were like, "Uh, we got you." I was like, "Y'all leave me alone. I'm trying to be good, oh. but y'all y'all messing me, you know." They, say they got you, so make them so happy. I think that um, my schooling life, I think generally from junior high to high school, had I been able to. And this is just for me, me personally, uh, because what I ended up doing was following the trend of what everybody was saying was popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, but had I been able to be comfortable in my sexuality back then, mm-hmm. I can honestly say, although my high school life, what well, junior high and high school, it was pretty cool because everybody knew me as the music person. But I think that had I had the opportunity to 
be me then, mm-hmm. that school life for me would have been so much better, so much easier. True. Because I wouldn't have been trying to play a role that I know I never auditioned for. True. It's it's just like like I love the uh, the the, the mean you apply for a job. Let's just say you apply for a job at Toyota, mm-hmm. and you lie on the resume and say that you know how to do this, 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 and this. And they put you to the test. And you be like, eh, "What's the? Now you applied for this. You right. said you had all this knowledge. Right. So do the job." Right. I knew in school where I fell in line as opposed to sexuality. Uh-huh. Um, but because I wanted to fit in. I wanted to fit in at school. I wanted to fit in at home. I wanted to fit in at church. Mm-hmm. I wanted everybody to accept me. And I knew that being me was the most unacceptable thing in the world at the time. So instead of me being that, I played, I signed up for a role that I ain't know. I applied for a position at the job, got the job, and was like, there's this this this, this other meme and I I love it. Uh, this little boy at the church, uh-huh. I think it was like for Mother's Day or something like that, and he was like, they're like, how do you feel? I hate it here. That's, what he said. That's literally what he said. <laughs> when I look back now, if I if if the forty one year old me shut up could tell. <laughs> I wasn't even going to do it. See? I wasn't even going to do it. I was going to let you live. If the 41-year-old me... God damn. Okay, could tell, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You see this figure? Oh, that's for him. If the 41-year-old me could tell that high school me or that junior high school me anything, for me personally, it would be just live. Because yeah. what I found out was after we all graduated... Mm-hmm. A lot of the people who was bullying me and teasing me and trying to out me to people to make me feel a certain way, mm-hmm. and they have ended up being gayer than me. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, the hurt that you were projecting on me in high school was to cover up. Because it's, it, it's not like you graduated from high school and just decided, oh, I'm going to be gay now. <laughs> you knew before. Yeah. You just didn't want everybody else to know. And you dated all the popular females, mm-hmm. uh, the, the cheerleaders, the, the smart cheer- You did everything that you knew would get you by until you didn't have to worry about getting by no more. And now they probably live in Atlanta and have a wife and girlfriend. No, they still gay as Atlanta. hell. I mean, you still be gay as hell and have a wife and kids and all yeah. that stuff in Atlanta. Y'all need to stop that, too. That's I know normal. a lot of people who are like that. It's normal in Atlanta. If y'all want to be gay, my, hit, hit me up at <laughs> I am Tremaine. That's a couple of y'all that I went to school with. Did you did you did know you, who you are. Did you just make this a dating thing? Like, did you just put yourself on the singles market? I'm very single, too. Wow. Hit your boy up. Y'all know me from school, so y'all already know what it's about. Not like that, but you know what I mean. I don't know. He said, he said y'all know what it's about. I don't know what they was doing in school. I don't know either. <laughs> so, let's talk about a topic. Uh, I, I, I did an a individual podcast about this, but I want to talk about one word that changes 
or that has changed the atmosphere of social media. Growing up, I was always, you know, when it, like, whenever someone done something to me or did something to me that was wrong, and I was like, but why? My mom would always say, like, let's just say somebody talked about me. I was like, mom, why, you know, why JR talking about me? Her response was, they talked about Jesus. Everybody gets talked about. Period. So recently, uh, if you all, uh, you can go and check out the other show on uh, the intro uh, podcast, wherever you get your uh, podcast. Jamie Foxx uh-huh. made a post or created a post on Instagram. I guess he had been be- betrayed by friends or work associates or whatever. So he made a post that was basically in the they stage, uh, he was like, I want, well, as a matter of fact, I'm going to read after I get it, but it was along the, the lines of, where, here we go. I'm just pull it up. I don't want to. Don't want to misquote it. I don't want to misquote this because, you know, they, they, be, they be ready to crucify people. It's the world period these days. They always look for a reason. I want to make sure I get this right. Dave Chappelle said that best. He said that the audiences today are the worst group of people to entertain because if they find that you do anything wrong in your life ever, then they're going to try to make sure you're canceled. That's the craziest concept ever. And my thing is, you know, I'll give you the ability if you are that um, that focused and wanting to cancel me make sure what you are saying about me make sure I can't prove you wrong yeah most people can't though because it bothers me and, and that's and that's an, a, another topic that I'm going to be talking about today uh, give give me the opportunity where well, I'm glad I have the opportunity to prove you wrong okay let me see da, 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 da. Condemnation spread. Where is the tweet at, though, Jamie? The tweet or the X? I don't know what to call it no more. What do you call it now? Is it a is it an X or is it still a tweet? Why are you asking me? I don't. I, I, I wasn't on Twitter, so I really don't know what it's called now. It's 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 X. Was what what was wrong with the word Twitter? What was wrong with the name? And I would love for him to come out and actually talk about that because I want to know why he changed the name to X. Unless he went on there, he was like, oh, we're the free porn hub. Is that what it is? Hey. Instead of triple X, just X. You know? Just X. Can't be a... Gotta be okay, here, here, here it goes. The phrase, they killed Jesus. What you think you got coming? Okay, I can't find it, but I'll, I'll paraphrase it. Jamie, I'm sorry. I looked for it so that I could quote you, but it's not coming up for me. He was basically like, they killed this man named Jesus, so what more do you think they'll do to you? So just the word they in general uh, got people in an uproar. Well, I'm not gonna even going to say got people in an uproar. Uh, you know Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. So whenever Jamie made the post or created the post, uh, she liked it. Mm-hmm. 
Well, to me, somebody trolled the hell out of her. Because right. after she liked the post, she came back and uh, said, I just saw what she said. I didn't like the post on purpose or by mistake. What? Look, I'm trying to understand what she, she meant by that. Like, you didn't like this post on purpose or by mistake. Yet and still, you did like it. So, it sounds like what she's saying is that I liked it, but it's the reason why I liked it. Um, and I don't, I don't want to speak for her, but it sounds like what she's saying is like, I liked it for a reason. Even if I, even if I did it on accident, it happened for a reason. That's what we would want to believe, but then she went along the, the lines of basically saying that she don't support that hate speech. What hate speech was there? The word they, because according to... So since the word they now is a pronoun... Well, they offended the Jewish community. How? Because along the lines of, you know, through just listening to other shows, and of course, if, if I'm wrong, I know you guys will uh, correct me, they offended the Jewish community because they feel, <laughs> they feel, <laughs> I hate hey, saying hey, that no, now. Say it, fuck it, we here now. It's like, to me, I think they were offended because they're, they're saying that the word they in that term means that we, we believe that Jews killed Jesus or whatever, but it's not known to, to be true. And by any uh, stretch of the imagination, uh, I was always uh, taught or believed that, in fact, it wasn't the Jews and it was the Romans or whatever. But that's neither here nor there. My, my thing is we are not able to use phrases that we've been saying all our lives. Whether you are in a barbershop, a beauty shop, a family reunion, or you just chilling at the house playing spades, and you having any kind of real conversation, somewhere along the lines of that conversation, somebody at that table going to say that they've been betrayed by whatever. And that's often something that we say in the African-American community. If they kill Jesus, what you think they're going to do about you? If they talked about Jesus, what you think they're going to do about and, you? And they're not talking about one specific group of people. just saying they, yeah. people, people. Killed Jesus, so y'all want us to say that instead? People killed Jesus, People. so what you think they're going to say about you? Yeah. But then they're going to they gonna find a way to get offended by that. Yep. Which people are you talking about? Yep. The people who killed them. Like, and we should not have to normalize making everything just a broad picture to where exactly. because you get offended or you're so, so, so sensitive that you don't want to instead of having it on the screen you have to put it on the tv so everybody can draw their own conclusion mm -hmm. as to what it is but i think that in uh for for me charlamagne the guy uh gave jennifer anderson donkey the other day on the uh breakfast club and i understand why you liked the post and on my individual uh show on the intro that i uh, I, I did I was like, you like the post because you identified with it. Yeah. Somewhere along the lines of your life or of your career, somebody betrayed you. Yeah. 
Somebody lied to you. Somebody that you depended on didn't live up to that standard. And whenever Jamie created that post, you got convicted or it made you remember that. Yeah. And you liked it. The only reason why you backpedaled and, and created this I don't like it situation is because, number one, you didn't want to lose your audience. Yeah. You still want to be that girl that can still get booked for whatever your situation is. So because of that, you had to pander to other people. You had to pander to other communities to basically throw Jamie under the bus to make yourself look good. Because now, of course, yeah, you look real good now because you've been able to speak out against something that should never have been spoke out on in the first place, only because you identify with the situation. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And she that's, fell. That's exactly where I feel like she at with it. She she didn't stand on what she said. She didn't stand on what she meant. So now she's falling for what what the industry wants her to do, and we'll see what movies or anything she gets put in in the future. But due to the fact that she has the complexion for the nation, she'll probably get but especially because she stood up for the Jewish community. And if you know anything about the entertainment business, and I just learned they they a lot of the Jewish people they running, running. shit. Yeah, sad to say. Which is probably another reason why whenever somebody speaks against them or you think that they're speaking against them, you'll stand up because you want them to see that I stand for you. I believe in you. So whenever this next big role comes. Yeah. Remember back whenever Jamie said what he said about y'all and I did what I did for y'all. Jamie going to be all right regardless. Now, here's a thought personally. Think about it. We got... Three big people. Let, let, let's throw Jamie Foxx in there. Mm-hmm. We got two big moguls in the entertainment in, in the entertainment game, right? We got Tyler Perry, mm-hmm. Fifty Cent, mm-hmm. and let's add Jamie Foxx in there. You know, the three of them can get together and make a network and play just all they stuff on it all day and Hell still have yeah. different things playing every day. Think about BET right now. That's what Tyler Perry doing now. But see, Tyler Perry's doing that. So you you add Fifty Cent in there with his shows, his movies. Yeah. Then you add Jamie Foxx in with his shows, his yeah. movies, things that he's produced, things like that. And now you actually got a network that can thrive between just those three yeah. individuals. Yeah. So just just an idea. I mean, if they want to go ahead and blackball Jamie, Jamie, get with Tyler, get with 50, and make, make a network happen. happen. Give us a new BET. Don't call it BET. Give us a new BET. We don't want, we don't want all that debt that, that the other people they created for BET. And whatever I say, they, them other people, whatever y'all, however y'all want to take that. The, the, <laughs> the, <clears throat> the people who did it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about them specifically. Yeah. The people who created that debt for BT, let them have it. Let's create a whole nother network between the three of y'all. And whoever else want to get in it. Um, let's create something for us. That way we ain't got to worry about being blackballed in the other community. And I believe that for the most part, a lot of people don't understand or don't believe or even know BET is not necessarily black owned like that no more. It ain't been black owned for over 20 years. So whenever you think about see, I grew up with the early, early BET where you had Teen Summit on Saturdays. In the 90s. You yep. had Video Soul. Yep. You had 106 in part. Uh-huh. Like, the pillar of what gave a lot of your music artists or a lot of your actors or a lot of your politicians a platform to be seen uh, on a greater scale. Yep. Um, 
But whenever you don't have people that's from the culture a part of the decision making for what was culture, was culture, was, Mm -hmm. then you lose that. Yep. And I honestly believe that over the years, you know, they have lost um, that aspect of what culture is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, which is, I know a couple of shows ago, we talked about uh, TMZ. Uh, very good show, not going to lie. Yeah. But they lose me whenever they talk about hip-hop culture or they talk about urban culture and the only people that are reporting or coming on the show Don't are Anglo-Saxons. Like Don't look like us. Yeah. And that's part of the thing because if you look at entertainment, black culture rules entertainment right now. Mm-hmm. But we ain't the ones reporting it. We ain't the ones creating it. We ain't the ones benefiting the most from it. Yeah. But it's our culture that they putting out there as the American view, the American mm-hmm. standard. If you look at any any movie or any music, any commercials even to this day, look for the last two, three, four, five years even. Mm-hmm. Guarantee it's some t- it's some part of hip hop culture somewhere in that movie, that commercial, yeah. that show across the board. Yeah. No matter who's in it. It can be one black person in the show. It can be no black people in the show. But they There's going to be some hip-hop. part of hip-hop yeah. culture somewhere in that movie, that TV show, that commercial across the board. So we run. We're, we're definitely the status quo. Yeah. But they don't want to pay us for it. Because if we have to pay you for it, it's, it, it's like, again, and we spoke about this on, on other shows. If you know how important you are to my story... I have to pay you according to that. And that's why when you sign as an artist or actor for a lot of these networks or record labels, they even tell you that they can use your image, your name, or your likeness. Or your likeness. (laughs) How they please. So you ain't got to approve to nothing. Once you sign on that dotted line, you gave them permission to do what your name and your likeness is whatever they want to. And I think that's where we fall in short. Yeah, that's a story that uh, I, I was listening to. Uh, I think it was on MSNBC, or pro- probably the Breakfast Club. Uh, there were there's some actors who uh, gave a story. They were told to go inside a room and stand in front of a camera and do certain moves, certain bodies. Uh, you know, stand a certain way, sit a certain way, lay a certain way, say certain words, so that. If we need you on set for something, but you're not able to be there, AI is helping us create to where, although you're not there, you're not saying what you're saying, we'll make it seem like it's you. Yep. And the thing is this, let's let's just say my contract ends, but even after my contract ends, you're still able to make money off of me based on using that information. Yep. It, and it, it it sucks because for African Americans or for for Black folk, we'll never win as long as Hollywood has a way to make sure that we never get what we're supposed to get financially. Yeah, because they're always going to want more. It, it it goes back to I know I want to say last year, Monique uh, did a, a story to where after she found out that the producers of the Parkers or the creators of the Parkers. They've been getting money down through the years for all the uh, the 
plays that they've been getting on, on TV and mm-hmm. what they were getting on uh, face not not Facebook on uh, Netflix. Yeah. But then she learned that we didn't see none of this money. Yep. Even though it's her face and her life, her face, yeah, her words, her voice. She ain't getting up for that. But the creators had already went to the powers that be to make sure they were taken care of. Yep. But could care less about the people that about the, the the front runners, the faces of the show. Yeah, yeah, it's all about them. It sucks because I mean, will it's just it's it's made or created to make sure we never get off the ground. Because again, if if we learn too much or we get too much money based on ourselves, yeah, we become a threat. Yeah, and that's why Bill Cosby went to jail. But anyway, that's all another conversation. I do believe that. I believe that. Because he was talking about buying NBC. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, let's dig up some dirt on this old man. <laughs> Even things that... Now, the funny part about it is the whole thing went to rent the trial, and it was past the statute of limitations. Ain't 25, 30 years past statute of limitations for most crimes? We would think. So how does... And it, it wasn't murder. So... Unless he murdered the... Yeah. <laughs> Lord, can't deal with you. So, so how, how do you how do you sentence a man to jail? But and honestly, I think that's part of the reason why I let him out. Cause they do they they really couldn't hold him on nothing. They just needed to mess up his character, mm-hmm. mess up his name, so he couldn't do certain things he wanted to do. And they did that. Now I will say this just in case a lot of this stuff. But we don't condone nor do we convict. But it just looks that from from the outside looking in, you know, you 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 have to just look at what you're given and draw conclusions. And for yeah. me, you know, eh, uh, I want some smoke now, though. Uh, bring the smoke. I want I'm some ready. Smoke now, I'm ready. I'm ready. Do I take my this. hat off. I take my hat off for the smoke. I'll take mine off too. God oh, damn it. <laughs> First off, before we we uh go 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 smoking, what are we drinking? Oh, uh, so today because I want drinking, some more. See. I don't even know if I should say this. I don't. I don't know if I'm saying this correctly. Uh, say the second word. No, because <laughs> it's not how you pronounce it. First of all, so we're drinking a premium tequila from Mexico. Uh, this is a reposado. Um, it's called Cuco X. Of course, Taz like to call it Kukox because <laughs> it's an X on the end. But it's Cuco X, and he's really getting up my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it though. I love it. Come, I'm here for it. Uh, it's a Reposado tequila, uh, straight from Mexico. Uh, it's agave. It has a bit of honey, vanilla extract, and a fruit, a few fruity. <laughs> Y'all heard that right, Lord. A few fruity flavors that I really can't pinpoint. Um, it's quite smooth. Honestly, I don't taste it at all. But I feel like this one is gonna sneak up on us. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna have us sweating in the back room by the end of the show. And I'm here for it. I bet. So let's bring the smoke. Oh my goodness. Entitlement <laughs> in 2023. Oh, let's go. I'm all about this. And then we have another one to talk about. I hope y'all kids not around their computer. Uh, the, the, the disclaimer. Parental, parental <laughs> discretion is advised. advised. All right, let's go. Before we, we go pour it up. Let's pour up some more. He's a bartender. Yes, sir. Um, I have a problem with someone put me in a damn podcast. I got a lot of shit to say. Uh-oh. 
I'm here for it. What's happening now? Someone uh, sent me a text message. Someone put me in a podcast. I have a lot of shit to say. Who said that? I, uh, this, let's put him in. My work wife. Really? Yeah. Where's your work wife now? Probably at work. <laughs> um, we, um, we can find a way to add now. I have a... I'm not going to say a problem, but I was faced with an issue... Uh, whether it was 24 hours ago to 48 hours ago to 72 hours ago. Um, uh, last show we done, we to, uh, we uh, recorded, we talked about the choice to choose what you want out of relationships. Mm-hmm. Today, give me the choice to evolve. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Because what you know about me, what what you knew about me, shit, what you knew about me last month. Could have changed. Could have changed. Indeed. Um, but for some reason, people don't necessarily understand that, especially whenever you haven't been around me for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Like you see me once a, mo- once a month or once every two months. Mm-hmm. But in your mind, your mind stops because this is all you know because you're you're not around me that much. I was told that uh, I've been very bland or just dull because I'm not as talkative or in your face or your white whatever that you're you're used to me being from years ago. Oh. My thing is this: first and foremost. Totally disrespect because three weeks ago I'm in the hospital trying to decide if I'm gonna live or die. Yeah. Now I'm going There's back that. and forth to the hospital <laughs> trying to make sure that my son is alive. Make sure. So you can't expect me to be this super bubbly person. Right. You got stuff going on too. I was. It's 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 called life. At the same time, though, they expect you to be the same. All your life, all the time. Don't evolve. Time. Don't change. No, you got you got to evolve. You got to change. You got to grow and evolve and change as a person. Otherwise, you're pretty much dead weight. If you're doing the same thing today that you did 20 years ago, then what did you do with the last 20 years of your life, personally? So, I was like, you know, for me, myself, I just shut up for a while and I just listened. Mm-hmm. And I listened. And I listened. It was like, you don't understand. You don't know me. Right. You know a person from 2005, 6, 7 that was just, that was just learning who I was, Ooh. first of all. Ooh. Especially we going that far back. I was, I'm a completely different person now. Completely different than person. Than I was back then. And I've had people tell me that. Recently. Yes. So, at what point do you expect me to not change? Like, why do you expect me to stay the same all of this time? For me, I've never been an individual. As opposed as as far as I know, I've never been an individual to. And go with the status quo. Yeah. Or to be that person that, that's like, oh, been knowing this. 
people, you know, some people, you ask them what they, they know about somebody and their crew will be like, I've been knowing JR for years. He's always been like this. Oh, I, I still get people like that to this day. Whenever people say that now, though, I'd be like, you can't say that. Can't. And it, it makes people uncomfortable, but because of the entitlement that they they feel like they deserve to be able, especially whenever they're justifying something. Oh, yeah. They're quick to say, well, I know you and this is what you do. No, you knew me. This is what I did. Right. Ain't what I do no more. I ain't did that in quite some time now. I've learned a better way. Well, I've learned not to even put up with it. Don't even face it. <laughs> Especially when it comes down to whenever, like years ago, I used to be the person I would overshare. Yeah. Because I wanted individuals in my life. Yeah. I wanted you around. Right. I wanted you to be cool. But at 41, there's certain things I'm not going to say. There you go. You're going to keep that life private because you don't want everybody to know. Don't want everybody. To know. There are certain issues in my life that are none of your business. Yep. There you go. There you go. And you have to be, literally, you have to be cool with the fact that whatever I give you, that's what I give you. That's it. Certain issues or certain uh, disagreements or whatever. If I don't comment on it, or if, if 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 I don't sit down and be like, let's talk about this. No, I'm not talking. I'm peaceful. That's it. People hate that I'm to the point where I'm the okay person now. Yes. Like, literally. Like, if somebody decide they want to argue, but X, Y, Z, and this, that, I just say, okay. You ain't got nothing to say about it? For what? You already convinced. Why am I going back and forth with you? I don't need to prove my point to you. At all. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm in a place for me to where, like, some situations don't even deserve conversation. Yeah. Because some conversations will hurt more than it helps. It'll only bring more divisiveness. And I'm like... I've learned two words that irritates most people's nerves. Whenever you send me a message after something that has happened, whether it's relationship, friendship, whatever, my two words that comes everything from me, and I and whenever I tell you this, I'm cool. My two words is, you cool. <laughs> Oh yeah. You cool. Oh yeah. Because instead of starting all over again to have to discuss something that disturbs my atmosphere or disturbs my peace, after it's done, it's done. There's no discussion needed. Why 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 do we need to discuss it? If you're not gonna change your opinion, I'm not gonna change my opinion. Leave what, shit what alone. are we talking about? We wasting our time. Yeah. And it's fine that I can have my opinion, you can have your opinion. We yes. can still go about our day. I don't know why people feel like you got to conform to their opinion or they got to completely understand and agree with yours. No, we don't. You don't have we to. We can have a completely difference of agreement and still be friends at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Your opinion is your opinion, my opinion is my opinion. 
So what are we going to do next? And it's not a bad thing. And like I, I, I try to uh, let people understand. And this is truth. JR, to me, it's beautiful as he is. <laughs> that boy beautiful. Lord. But there's a lot of things that me and JR, over the course of this friendship relationship, um, there's a lot of things that we have dealt with where we were on two totally different sides of the fence. Yeah. But it didn't put us in a situation to where it was a, by fuck you, I'm done. Although he did take a long ass sabbatical. And if y'all been following me, y'all, y'all know. That nigga left for a long ass time. But that ain't had nothing to do with you, though. That was that one situation with that specific person at hand. And ooh, that's a whole other topic. We had to get smoke, to a, we can talk about it. We can talk about it. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for smoke. She's been liking a lot of my stuff on TikTok. I bet. Um, Wasn't you the problem originally, though? I, I was the problem. Anyway, but you continue. on my TikTok, though. Continue. <laughs> With the issues that me and you have had, or not, not issues, but different views, and I wouldn't even say problems, but different views that we've had on, on, on things, we've been big enough to, we'll go a day or so sometimes after we've had a whatever and not saying anything but it, it's never been to the point to where we we had to say okay we just gonna dissolve this friendship this relationship this 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 merger whatever and just be done yeah no because there's no entitlement we we understand that we're two totally different people right and, and we see things sometimes differently and from the day i met you at the skating ring <laughs> no at the, no, at, at, at the bowling alley <laughs> It was real, real nice. He was looking out nice and stuff. Lord. He was all cute. But even from that day up until today, there is so much evolution going on in you, so much evolution going on in me mm-hmm. that I can't expect out of you now anything that I knew about you. What was that, a, a year or two ago? About two years ago. There, I can't expect certain things out of you. And there are certain things that I can't say, I know you're going to do this because of what you did then. Right. Because you've changed. Exactly. Give me the ability or people, give other people the ability to evolve. There you go. And if you can't roll with the punches of that evolution, there are some people you're not supposed to have in your life forever. I honestly believe there are certain people, Tyler Perry and, and, and these plays said the best, there are some people that are in your life for a reason and there are other people that are in your life for a season. Yeah. Your seasonal people will never understand the evolution of who you become because they're so stuck in the mental capacity of what they know about you and they are unable to stretch themselves mm-hmm. to understand that it's okay to change. They can't go past that season. They can't. They can't get out of it. They stuck there. Yes. So they can't see nothing past it because the, all they see is what's in that season. Now, for you, and you know, you, you told me how you view it. This is how I view life. Let's go. In life, everybody has their own path. But of course, on this path that we walk on in life, there are going to be easy spots and there are going to be hot, hard spots. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't meant to walk on that path with you. Facts. Everybody has their own individual path. Now, it's a bonus if paths cross or those paths stay 
uh, parallel with each other for a while. You get to meet somebody, might be able, maybe even have a lifelong partner or friend mm -hmm. because your paths are so close together. But nobody's path is the same. Nobody's on that same exact path. Nobody. Everybody has their own individual path. So if your path comes in close proximity with somebody for an extended amount of time, embrace that. Mm -hmm. Enjoy that. Because at some point, that path might veer off yeah. and go into something different. Now, if that path comes back along, great. Because you guys already built that relationship when you guys were walking in close proximity in the first place. Mm -hmm. But don't expect people to walk along your same path. Because nobody walks the same path. Yeah. Everybody literally walks a completely different path. Even if I was if I was to do everything today that you've done in your life, I still wouldn't be where you are. Mm -hmm. Because we're two different people. Yes. That's just how it is. I can't walk my path if I'm busy walking yours. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. And that's why I feel like so many people are right now. They're, they're trying to walk somebody else's path mm -hmm. and then they get annoyed and they're, they're bringing up problems that they have with your path, but it's not their path. It's yeah. your path. Yeah. Stay on your path. And if my path comes close to yours, great. Yeah. But if it doesn't, so be it. Yeah. I'm not bent out of shape about our paths going in different directions. They have to sometimes. It has to, yes. Have to, so you can grow and evolve. And if you guys, those paths meet again, fine. Yeah. Because, uh, again, like you said, if I'm the same person now that I was whenever you first met me. Yeah. If I'm that same person now, I would highly beg you to get the hell up out of here right now and never come back. Because <laughs> that means there is no progression in who I am. Exactly. If, if you can judge, and I actually do, whatever your mental status is about me, about handling a situation based on how I handled two, two years ago. Mm -hmm. My life is stifled. Get away from me. You don't yep. need to be around me because all, all I'm doing is just going around the mountain and I'm not trying to leave it. I just enjoy going around this mountain. There you go. Your, your, your growth is stunning. You're, you're literally exactly where you were mm -hmm. before. And that's not what we're supposed to do as people. At as all. Humans. We're supposed to continue to grow, learn, and elevate. And for the people who are comfortable with that, kudos to you. But you... <laughs> How uh, DJ Khaled saying you played yourself. <laughs> Tremendously played yourself. You played yourself because you are robbing yourself of a life that if you allow yourself to evolve and you allow yourself to become something better than who you were last year, who you were last month, hell. Yeah. A lot of us are miserable because we don't allow ourselves to evolve. Yeah. We allow ourselves to get stuck in who we were years ago. Yep. And when and like you become first of all I like the cap by the way side note. Thank you. Um we get we become miserable because we know we want to change. Yeah. We know we want better. Yep. But instead of us doing that, we that change is uncomfortable. Yeah. That change will cause us to have to let go of certain things, mm. certain habits. Yep. Let go of certain people. Yep. Let go of things that we don't want to let go of because it's become a comfort to us. Yep. I un my my honest to God belief is a lot of my comfortable things that I had to let go of, I had to let go of because they really wasn't comfortable. There you go. It was just something to help me get over. That's it. See, a lot of things in our life, and people don't like to look at that. A lot of these things are stepping stones in life a lot of these people are stepping stones 
sometimes these people ain't meant to stay for a long, long mm-hmm. time. It's just that life has a way of showing you that you need certain things or you need certain people in your life. And it might not be forever. Mm-hmm. It might just be for that season. So these are the stepping stones I'm going to give you so you can make it across this water. And once you get there, I need you to keep going forward. Yes. Don't go backwards. Yes. Keep going forward. Some some of these people, they, they want to go back or they want to sit on that stepping stone. Mm-hmm. That was a stepping stone. You weren't supposed to stay there. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to keep going across these stepping stones until you got to dry land. Yeah. And some people, just they, they, they get comfortable where they are. They don't want to keep moving. They don't want to keep going forward. They want to go backwards or they... For whatever reason, they don't want to grow. They don't want to learn. I don't understand it personally. I mean, look at the, look at this podcast now. The people that are watching or listening, I'm pretty sure y'all have. If y'all, I'm a, I'm a quality person. I'm a tech head. I pay attention to things. This podcast has grown in in, in quality in so many ways in the last year alone. Mm-hmm. We we've we we've upgraded uh, equipment, uh, visuals better. Um, the show is better across the board. And that's just part of elevation and growth. That's something that we have to do as people. No matter what type of people you're talking about, as people, period, across the board. Our goal is to grow and elevate, learn, and then teach. Teach the next generation so they can continue to learn, elevate, and grow. One of the biggest things that I am, uh, I believe is, an issue that you you just said is the ability not only to teach or be taught some people are not teachable and coachable completely all get it (laughs) because once you once you realize that what you think you know you really don't know there's a lot about you that has to change yep and then you the, the first step is admitting that you didn't know something yeah and the willingness to change mm-hmm and a lot of people just can't even, they can't even get over that part. I'm so glad you said that. That is one of the things that hurts relationships and friendships the most. The ability to have to say, I was wrong. Oh. Ooh. Because whenever you have to admit that what you thought or what you felt, what you said or what you done was wrong. I'm not even going to say you lose power because you always secure your power. But whenever you have, whenever you realize that what you've done or what you said was, was, was wrong, having to admit it forces you to see you. Yep. And whenever you're in that situation to where you, you, you have to be like, dang, I was, I actually was wrong about something. Oh, yeah. I learned that years ago. I was wrong about a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm to the point now where I can readily admit that. I can readily say in certain aspects, I was the bad person. I caused the problem. Mm-hmm. I have to admit that about myself before I can continue to grow and progress. Some people are just like, nah, it's somebody else's fault still. Yeah. Like, you know what you did. Yeah. And you're still like, no, nah, it wasn't my fault. It was somebody else's fault. Or you get the narcissist, uh, the yeah. narcissism uh, that says they made me do it. No, they made you do nothing. I <laughs> I was faced <laughs> with. <laughs> I understand that there are some things that a person can control. Uh-huh. 
certain things a person can affect in my life. But I also understand that there are certain things that I can't blame on anybody else because there's absolutely nothing they can do to influence said situation. What I was faced with I'm trying to put this in a term to where it'll go over the right way. Nah, we bringing the smoke today. Fuck it, say that shit. My cable is out. Uh-huh. It's really not because I don't have cable. I stream everything. <laughs> Thank God to apps and my smart TVs. TVs, TVs. Yes, that part. My cable is out. Or my apps don't work on my TV. Uh-huh. Or my internet don't work or whatever. Mm. But because my internet don't work, people are having a casual conversation about whatever they're going through in their lives. And it just so happens that they'll say something outside along the lines of, nigga, your shit don't work. But you associate what somebody outside is saying to your cable doesn't work. So then you go to somebody and you be like, oh, you telling people my cable don't work. First and foremost... How do I know your cable don't work? Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, I don't, I, I hate the fact that people think or they are in that sense of entitlement is so dear that they feel like they are that important to where you will go out and talk about or mention them, not not even talk about, but you'll mention them to other people in conversation. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, there are so many other things in life that I discuss on a daily basis that have nothing to do with nobody. But f- to think that you hold that kind of role in my life to where I'm going to go and I'm going to just discuss you. Because you ain't got nothing else to discuss. My crew could care less. Talk about mine, you want? Like, especially due to the fact that they don't even have a relationship with you. I'm to the point now. I'm I'm so I'm so open. I'm so vulnerable. I'm so transparent that if it happens, then it happens. I'm not going to deny it. Is my cable is, is my cable off? Yeah. And what? I'm not bothered by it. Why are you? <laughs> you have to understand that. Life is life, and you can't get stuck up on. I be some people have become stifled to where right now they're not growing, not at all, they're not moving, they're not progressing, they're where they are now. As opposed to being in that same place a year or so ago. Yep. That's not my fault. It's not. Ain't nobody fault but theirs. So whenever you put me in a situation to where. Because I'm not that person, but you feel like. Like my my the, my, my, my whole battle was. I know you're going to do this. I know this is how you react. I know this is what you do. I know this is what you do. No, you know that's what I did. 
And that's when that 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 version of me kicks in, and I was just say, "Okay." No, I, which is exactly <laughs> what what the situation became, because this is what you know or you feel I am. After and like I'm I'm pleading the case. You don't know me. Yeah. That's not me. <laughs> I'm not that guy no more. Right. Well, I've been knowing you and that. Not, that's not me. No matter how many years you've known me, get to know me. Version of me, right? We talk every two months. You don't know me. Oh yeah, nah. You ain't even. You ain't even close enough. So, after a while, because you're so stuck on that, I'm gonna give you what you know, hmm? or what you feel is me, and for me. I apologize to myself publicly to everybody to, to me in front of everybody. I'm sorry to me that I allowed me to become that person all over again. Mm-hmm. Because I can't argue and say I'm a different person if I allow you to make me that person. Go to, to go backwards and be that same person. I get it. Because I have done everything in my powers to. There are cer- certain things I I done last year, year before last. Shit, yesterday <laughs> that I don't want to be anymore. Yeah. So I'm learning how to maneuver to make sure whenever I'm faced with situations that would make me that again, how to avoid it. And it's hard because some some people will knock on that door. Oh yeah. To make you want to be that person. They're gonna kick on it even. And I'm I'm like, God, if if you don't help me, God, I can't be helped. If you don't meet me, I won't be met. It is. And what happens now is because you recognize that certain people can't go along with the evolution of who JR has become. And we only see Jr. as who Jr. was in Milwaukee. Bye bye. Yeah, no, I mean they they learned it. Because if your only view of me is what you knew about me and not who I I have become, you do nothing for my life. You serve me no purpose. None at all. You can you can exit stage left. I I learned recently. One thing I'll never say to certain people ever again, I'll never ever say, even as a friend, I love you and I care about you and I want to help you. Uh, There are certain people who will never get that energy from me again. Got to be that way. Because what happens is, once I say that, it automatically makes people think I want you for a relationship. I don't care if last year we talked about relationship. That's last year. Yeah. But if I'm I'm just a genuinely caring, loving individual and I want to help and I want to see people grow. I want to see people do good. As a lot of us are. Yeah. If if if, if I can't be that without having any indication that I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> just simply saying like if I can't be that guy 
I'm learning. I'm learning who to care about now. There you go. The right ones. Can't care about everybody. Can't. And it was it it hurts because there are a lot of people that we want to care for who like I made a, a post last, last night who don't deserve that space or your energy in that matter because one of my favorite preachers in the world and you'll definitely agree with this givers have to set limits Ooh. because takers will never not. will yep they will not Ooh, yeah trust me I know that all too well and takers have this whole entitlement it feel like you're supposed to give you, it to them. You're supposed to. Or because you, you've you given me all of this and I've given you in, we should be here. No. So why can't you give me more? Especially if you have habits that you yeah. can supply. Yeah. If you, got, if you got stuff that you don't need and I got stuff that I do need, you're supposed to just give me what I need. And the if you can't, the and, real. and if you can't be that person, I don't know. I feel like, and this is relational, it's friendship. This is even family. Yeah. Oh, especially family. Because you you have family for. I'm learning through this situation with my son. I love my son. If y'all know me and y'all follow me on social media, <laughs> the one person I would go to jail for today right now is my son. Um, but I'm learning, uh, you, you know, about two or three weeks ago, I was in the hospital, not able to keep down food, able to keep down in anything. My blood pressure was in, had a slight, uh, slight stroke and all this other stuff. And uh, in situations like that, you expect for the people who say, I love and I care about you, you know, to at least check up on you. Yeah. That's exactly what I heard, this. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> but through what's going on with my son, I'm looking at how everybody is literally coming out the woodworks mm -hmm. people who would tell me i couldn't come up to the hospital because i had to work or literally working coming straight up to the hospital mm -hmm. and me because i'm more concerned about my son right now i'm just ready to get my son back to 100 percent so that after he gets back to 100%, I can disappear all over again. Because you all have already shown me that whenever push comes to shove, y'all don't really care about me. And sometimes it's like that. And I'm cool with it. And you got to know how to disconnect from that. Oh, and I'm, when I take disconnect, I'm so ready for the day that I can say that my son is good and I don't need to be a part of the the show because right now what everybody is doing it's a show to yeah. let everybody see that i'm here and this is who i am and this is what i do i'm so ready for the show to be over because once you show me how fake you are my respect for you is only going to be because you show me how fake you are yeah and in this situation i'm over it to where like i'm ready 
to be able to say, y'all did what y'all did for my son, Matthew. Thank you. But bye. Because whenever it was me and the doctors didn't know if I was going to make it or how I was going to make it or what I was going to need about y'all, y'all, y'all didn't care. Right. And for the most part, I think that a lot of people that are in my, my life that don't show up in situations like that are so concerned about the fact that I'm gay or whatever or, or my sexual attraction, it seems like. And I even got inboxes while I was in the hospital from people. Maybe you should just turn to God. Who said I ain't that? And everything that you're going through going to be okay. Number one, nigga, you don't know me. You don't know my relationship with God. You don't know that I my, 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 my relationship with God is pretty dope regardless of who I am and what I do. Maybe this is God testing me. To see <laughs> if I'm going to stick by him even though certain situations don't work. There you go. But why do people feel like off top, like if something's going wrong, like, oh, well, <laughs> why, do, why do people feel like oh, things going bad? It's a God thing. That means that you, you don't trust God. Like, nah. like, like me personally, and I've said this before, I don't believe in the devil. Mm -hmm. I believe that God puts us through things to make us stronger. Mm -hmm. I believe that God puts us through things to build character. I can absolutely identify with that. That's my identification, by the way. And so, when things happen, I don't. I don't look down. I was like, the devil's busy. You got a sense of humor today. Yes, <laughs> God, you have to have a sense of humor for God, some of the stuff I'm today. dealing with. Like, yeah, like to me, yesterday, for instance, a, a lot of BS happened yesterday in a short amount of time. Like. I was I was starving yesterday, and it's not that I didn't have money or anything like that, but it's like I ordered my food online, and we know how seamless this normally is for for things. Yeah, he ordered his food online. Oh, I'm gonna let him get back to the story, but go like, ahead. You do it all the time. First of all, <laughs> you talking about me? I learned it from you in the first place. All these apps that you got points for and stuff. <laughs> Wait a minute. If we gonna talk about apps, I didn't start doing apps. <laughs> Until I was coming to your place and whenever we were going to McDonald's or we were going to XYZ, you'd be like, oh, don't worry. I got you because I have points. Oh, like, nigga, what's the point? Hey, and well, then we roll up to the drive-thru well, and free food. Wait, look, the, we roll up to the drive-thru and the original price is $28,000, <laughs> but you get it for $5. Nigga, give me some points. I want points. I got this from you. You talking about, God, dog, it's shoe. You taught me about points. <laughs> Anyways, but go anyway, ahead. So, I, so I go to order my food, right? And so this, this is how you know God got a sense of humor. Because I'm, I'm rushing. It's crunch time. I'm supposed to be working, by the way. And I'm like, all right, I got a couple minutes to spare. Let me go ahead and pick up this food. I order the food real quick. I go to pick it up. And, you know, normally when you order from McDonald's, it geolocates. When you get close, like, we'll mm -hmm. start making your food. And this day... My app just wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. It wasn't that I didn't have service. I had bars. It was just today was just one of these days. Things yeah. had to go wrong, right? And so, granted, I made my little complaints about what was going on. But I also realized, and I looked up and I said that. I'm like, you got a sense of humor today. And so I feel like, you know, him and a group of his friends is up there like, watch this, watch this. Watch whatever. <laughs> right, right. All right, so wait. <laughs> 
let's identify that with actual Bible. Mm. Job in the Bible was one of the wealthiest men in the world. Mm-hmm. Devil went to, uh, to 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 Jesus and was like, "I promise you, if you allow me to take everything Job has from him." I don't care how dedicated Job is to you right now. If you allow me to touch Job's life and take everything from him, including his health, I guarantee Job going to turn his back on you. So the Bible, so the story goes on to say wives, kids, wealth, health. But God said, I will give you the allowance to touch everything but his life. You can touch his health, but you can't kill him. Yeah. Job loses everything. And at that point, I can just see the devil sit back saying, <laughs> that nigga that allows everything, home, wife, kids, money, cattle, everything. I know he's going to turn his back on you now because he's going to say, that you're forsaking him. Yeah. Job says, for God I live, for God I die. Everything that you took, you took it. For God I live, for God I die. <laughs> so then the enemy has to sit back and say, you gonna stick by this God person? After you don't have nothing, like everything that you thought you had is gone. Your wife, I knock up on your door and say, JR, you've lost everything. I know that you believe in God, but you've lost everything. You have nothing. Curse God and die. Hmm. I, I lost it before. I get it back. But most people in a situation like that gonna fold. Will curse God and die. Mm-hmm. They gonna fold because it seems like the person, like like it's one thing to say, "I believe in the process." It's a whole nother thing to say, "I believe in the processor." Yeah. Because <laughs> whenever you believe in the processor, that means through the good, the bad, the ups, the downs, the ins and outs, the, yep. the clouds, the rain, the happy, the sad, the laughs, the cries. Yep. I'm good. See, the problem is that most people only believe during the highs. Yeah. See, life is a roller coaster. And I don't like those. I don't even ride those at the fair. I don't like riding them, but I mean, it's it's, it's part of what life is. Life goes up and down. Mm-hmm. It's never constant. It's, it's never consistently on the up, mm-hmm. never consistently on the down. Life has ups and downs, and we got to go through them. Facts. Ain't no escaping it. Don't care who you think you are. Ain't no escaping at the all. downs. Ain't no escaping the ups. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. Mm-hmm. The sooner you can grow and accept that, then you'll realize that things that happen in your life really ain't so bad. Yeah. Somebody out there always got it worse than you, regardless of how bad you think your life may be. Yeah. Somebody always got it worse than you. And you have to understand, and people have to understand that that's something that's a, it's a norm. Yeah. It's going to happen. How you deal with it when it happens. 
That's the key. It's the key. And you have to be willing to accept that what goes back to the the, 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 the topic or the subject. You have to be willing to accept that how you knew I would have handled something before and how I handled something now because back then the way I used to handle stuff wasn't the best. Preach to the choir. I would blow the F up. Or I used to be the person, whether it was friendship, relationship, or whatever, I'd be like, whenever something happened, let's sit down and talk about it. Right, right now. <laughs> let's talk about it. But did that always work in your favor? Hell no. Exactly. Which is why today, whenever something happens now, instead of me, and it, it got on its truth for me, whether it's 24 hours or 72 hours, I know that if we have an argument right now and then we turn these cameras off and then we sit down and we talk about it, it's never going to work because you already have your view on what it's supposed to be. I have my view on what it's supposed to be. There's no changing that. So instead of us putting ourselves in a situation to where we want to control a situation to say that this is what it needs to be. It's best that you just shut the fuck up and let me get myself together. <laughs> because if we have a discussion now, it's only going to get worse because, and, and I learned this in marriages. Yeah. I learned this in dating and in friendship. Some situations don't require a right now conversation. There you go. And if you're not able to understand that, and you want to sit down and talk at that point in time about whatever the situation is, I can't be around you. Give it some time to breathe and also realize that you can't be in control of the situation. You cannot. You can't look at it like you're going to make somebody adapt to your point of view. Mm-hmm. You can't. Because it ain't always meant to be that way. And it's never going to be that way because, again, and I, I always like there are certain things I, I, I like to relate to the Bible because you know the Bible says we're, we're made in his likeness and in, and in his image the Bible says that we are not made our thoughts are not God's thoughts neither are his ways or neither are our ways his ways what you want from me I can give it to you I can be that for as long as I can be that until I resort to who I know I really am. Yeah. Because eventually, it's just like, for instance, I love popcorn. Yeah. Actually, need some cheesy popcorn. So if, <laughs> if I have any popcorn um, CEOs or businesses that'll catch this video, I'm going to tag a couple of y'all. I need some popcorn. Double good. You put it in the microwave. And... Thank God for the microwaves that have just the popcorn setting because I already know what you're supposed to have it on. Lord. But be before then, you literally, you had to think, how long does it take for this popcorn to pop before it burns or before the bag explodes? Two or three minutes. Or if you, like me in Louisiana down south, we used to get the popcorn. You put it on the stove. Yes. And you got to shake it. Come on. <laughs> That's old school right there. That's old school. 
And after a while, if you didn't take it off the stove, it's gonna burn. Not only burn, it's going to explode, and yeah. you have this horrible smell in your home, yep. and you have popcorn kernels all over your kitchen. And that smell will take days to leave the house. I'm so <laughs> glad you said that, and I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> Not only does the explosion affect you, but the after effects of the explosion affects you longer uh-huh. than the explosion itself. Yep. You don't want to talk to people right after a situation happens because not only can that discussion affect you, but the emotional part of that discussion will last longer than the explosion. Linger, yep. In other words, leave me the clone. Some people need to cool down before they can talk. And, and I'm rationally. that guy. Yep. And see, me, I can think rationally in the moment sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, all right, let me chill out. And then when I come back to you, then we'll talk about it. So sometimes give me that moment. I come to you when I'm ready to talk. That part. Sometimes it's, all right, look, we need to come with a resolution now because it's about the effect we'll be immediately about to do. Mm-hmm. Let's sit down and have a discussion. But what I realized is that is it normally something that we can wait to have a conversation about? Or is it normally something that's going to drastically change the course of the direction that we're going in? No. Most of it's really just the I want thing. Right now. Or my opinion thing is, mm-hmm. well, that's your, that's your opinion. Yeah. You got to accept that everybody got their own opinion. Everybody got their own wants. Not needs, but wants. Wants. So... If it's not something that's going to drastically change the course of what's about to happen directly, if it doesn't affect me even, do you think? Yeah. If it don't affect me, go ahead and do you think. I'm, I'm not even going to trip on it. Yeah. If it affects me, all right, well, let's sit down and figure out what's the best course of action. There's got to be some type of compromise between what you want, what I want, and we can meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. That way we can either both get what we want or we can both get part of what we want or one of us ain't going to get what we want at all. But we're going to think of what's best for the situation mm-hmm. at hand. But, I mean, as you know, I'm I'm not one of them people that's going to be like, oh, well, we just can't do X, Y, Z, and we yeah. shouldn't be friends, or, you know, we shouldn't work together, whatever case. Like, no, nah, like, we're going we gonna to try to figure this out. Side note. I like your shirt, by the way. Thank you, thank you. It's made by Exquisite Customs. <laughs> you like it? Well, you let like me get the camera put back that, by yourself again. Put that on there. The boy did that. Straight for, straight for the intro podcast. I think that, you know, first of all, thank you guys. Those of you who are listening on whatever platform you're listening, those of you who are watching, if you are list, if you are listening to this on any other platform besides Spotify, guess what? You can actually see the video on Spotify with the, the new partnership where um, the podcast is on video. If you're listening on Apple iHeart, Audible, or anything else, you're definitely just getting the audio. But if you want to see us as we are, uh, you can go to Spotify and see the video, or you can go to our YouTube page and see the video. I would love it if you guys go to Spotify to watch these videos. Um, I think that we have to give each other the opportunity to grow. Yes, most definitely. at the end of t- to, at the end of today's show, my desire for me or for you or just for the audience in general is to make sure to get the message that we have to give each other the opportunity to grow and become 
something different than what we know somebody for. Yes. Um, I'm not the person that sat down at the bowling alley with you and was like, Coach! Although he can <laughs> bowl his ass off. I can do a little bit. The boy be bowling. I can do a little bit. But at the same time, you're not the person that I was calling Coach. Right. Two years ago. Right. I think that we have to become more knowledgeable and be willing to get out of ourselves to see growth in people. Yep. We don't often um, we don't often allow ourselves to see growth in other people, especially I, I think this is hot off the press. We don't allow ourselves <laughs> to see growth in other people when there's no growth in us. Yeah. It, it's the envy thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't want to see somebody else grow without hating on them mm -hmm. or something of the sort. And it's like, we got to get out of that. I can see how much you've changed in XYZ. I, I've been told that recently. Um, believe it or not, um, some of y'all, you know, know from past shows, me and my son's mother didn't have the best relationship up until recently. Mm -hmm. um, now that my son has grown, he's an adult, he's making his own decisions. Uh, we're not arguing about the decisions that's made for him because he's making his own decisions. Mm -hmm. So now that we got less to argue about, now we're really paying attention to each other mm -hmm. as people. And she told me just the other day, she was like, you've really grown a lot from the person I've known in the beginning. Yeah. I said, Ain't that what's supposed to happen? We're supposed to grow. We're supposed to elevate. And she said, I just, just got to give you credit for that. And to me, that, that was a big thing. Yeah. Because me and her been going at it for years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so for her to say that, it, it, it almost moved like a mountain of stress off my shoulders. Facts. Because it's like she's not thinking about... The decision I um, the decisions I'm making anymore mm -hmm. concerning something that concerns my heart. Like now, any conversation between us now is is, is optional. Mm -hmm. it, it's not a have to be thing. It's it's optional. It's an optional conversation. Anything that my son needs or wants, he's gonna call us individually. It's like, hey, I want you to show up here, or you know, I want you to do this for me. Mm -hmm. That's that's what it's gonna be because now he's an adult. Yeah, and so it's made a, it's made both of us look at each other different. And it made us look at the growth. And and whenever you notice the growth in her and she noticed the growth in you, it allowed you guys to reestablish something that y'all didn't have before because it's it's kind of like, let me get to know you all over again. And that's kind of where it's been because everything has been based on, and like you were saying before, everything's been based on the past. Yes. The version of you that I knew back when this used to do this and I'm like well I don't do that no more mm -hmm. and you know same with her it's like I used to know you to do xyz and she's like well you know that's that's changed I'm not yes. like that anymore so it's like we have to learn each other all over yes. again because it's been so long yes. that we actually sat down and have a conversation without any arguing yes. or bickering or anything like that so it's just it's it's different but it just lets me know that that elevation and that growth has been there on on, on both parts mm -hmm. You just got to give people the time and the willingness to receive their elevation and growth. That's mm -hmm. another problem. A lot of us aren't willing to receive somebody else's elevation and Facts. growth because we look at that about ourselves. Yeah. We look at it like, well, that person is growing and elevating. Why am I not growing and elevating? Mm -hmm. Well, that's a choice. That's a choice. You got to make that a choice to grow and elevate. 
the, to decide that you want to do something different, decide you want to be a different person. That's just that, that's a personal choice. It's a choice that you have to make. And of course, of course we I don't even know how long we've been doing the show. I just been having fun talking about life. But I think that if we are able to, like I say, accept that what we know what we knew about somebody is not what we know about somebody. Ooh, that part. How I react, how I reacted to a situation last year. If if I don't react to th- in that same matter now, it doesn't mean I'm emotional because I'm not reacting how you want me to react. Right. It just means I don't react that way anymore exactly. because. I'll say say this, and I I ad, admit, and I have no no problem with admitting, how I used to react to certain things. A year ago, or shit, two thousand two, three, four, five, that reaction wasn't the best. Right. So, for my growth, for my mental, or for me to become who I am today, I had to understand, or I had to grow, or mature. Or get the brain that says what you used to do, you see, didn't work for you. Yeah. You, your reaction back then didn't change anything. So if you want something different, you have to do something different. The people who will understand that you're doing something different because you want something different, kudos to them. Yeah. Those who will see and, 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 and be like, oh, you don't talk about X, Y, Z. You don't do this. You don't do that. You're right. I don't. That's not part of my life no more. That's not who I am. Just that simple. As as confrontational as I am, because I, I am that. Y'all know this. <laughs> I I know how to pick my fights for my peace. You have to. And it's not the fact that I'm I'm, I'm scared or afraid to talk about certain uh, to talk about certain things. Some things for me, my peace is everything. Yeah. And if I know that if I talk about certain things or I react to certain things or if I handle certain things a certain way, that interrupts my peace. And after my peace is gone, I have nothing. I would much rather prolong, or not even prolong, but process a situation for myself to where whenever it's handled, it's handled. Rather than being a, a person that says, oh, let's sit down and talk about it right now. No, don't. I don't want to. That aggressive stuff only gets you so far. That aggressive stuff going to get your ass kicked out. I'm just saying. <laughs> However, got to talk about this before we go. I think Trump is up on 70-something <laughs> um, cases. I wouldn't doubt it. So, recently, shout out to, let me get the proper name of this podcast, because I absolutely love the readout. You can catch the readout on uh, Amazon. You can catch the readout on Apple and on Spotify. She's a black chicken. I absolutely love it because she talks just like me. Trump recently went to court or whatever and the judge told him that 
yes, you're up on these charges, yada, yada, yada. There are certain things that we, we're going to allow you to say or don't say regarding your case. Mm. Well, Trump does a video and says, this is white entitlement at its best. You think you can control what I say. I'm going to say what I want to say and when I want to say it. And I don't care. You can't do nothing about it because the uh, First Amendment gives me freedom of speech. The judge says, yes, there is freedom of speech, but your speech is not absolute, which means you can say what you want to say. But if you go against what I tell you, you can or can't say. Yeah. That's your ass, Mr. Postman. Basically. Because there are certain people that Trump will go after who don't necessarily have that protection for their lives because there are certain people that Trump will go after and his audience is going to hear it and, and respond and respond. And oftentimes that response is violence. Yeah. So the, the judge was like, I, I, I see it. I understand it. So in order for me to help that situation, Trump, if you go beyond these boundaries, Trump told the judge, well, not told the judge, but he said in the press conference, they think they're going to control my speech. I got another thing coming for you. Why did Tideman at its best? <laughs> and I will, until election time, I am going to ask the question, and no one has been a, able to effectively answer this. What gives you the ability to say, F y'all, I'm going to do what I want to do. Entitlement at its best. Oh, man. Because, again, uh, if I go to Walmart right up the street right now and steal something and I get a misdemeanor, I can't run for freaking president. You can't. Well, he can. That's the crazy part. You got felon, Felons can't vote for president, but they can run for but, president. Oh, my God. I never thought about that. That, that's exactly what he do. Felony I charges. never even thought about that. Felony charges this man seeing. But yeah, he can run for president. Wow. That just tells you exactly where the entitlement lands in this country. So, and I know the answer, but I'm gonna I'm I'm only asking this question for the entertainment Please of ask. our listeners and Please viewers. Ask. I'm ready to answer. <laughs> I feel dumb for this, but I'm gonna do it anyway, y'all. Will you be voting for Trump in 2024? <laughs> Me personally, I'm gonna vote for anybody that ain't Trump. I'm gonna vote for the Independent Party. Oh, Independent for... Party. Guess who's running? Who? Cornell West. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry, y'all. Do is. not revoke his black card. I don't know who that. He is. he he have not been black that long. <laughs> First of all. We we gonna not talk about the fact that I'm light skinned. <laughs> he has not been black. Like, like I just ain't been black. Who the hell is that? Cornell West is a. He's been in black civil rights pretty much all his life. He's probably know. about. Hey sound Siri. Like, sound like a Mississippi thing. How old is Cornell West? Not Kanye West. I See? don't know. That See? nigga forty six. They think forty six. He's an older guy. Let's just put like I don't, I don't feel like going through all, all that. But he's um he's very pro black. Well, he's pro pro real. I would hope so. He's in several across the board. Like uh, he, he he's running as an independent. Um, 
I absolutely don't think he's going to win. I'm about to say, I don't think he's going to make it, but. But he's a threat, and I'm going to tell you why he's a threat. Why? That's because of his views, and because there are a lot of people, whether you're on the black side of the white. Oh, wait. Stop it. Hold the press. Let's change the subject instantly. Hmm? Montgomery, Alabama, damn it. Oh, the, 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 the Montgomery brawl. Oh, let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, Cornell, thank you for making me think about this. Well, what would you do in that situation? What would you do if you was, first of all, not only if you was the security guard monitoring the docks at the moment, what would you do if you was one of the, 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 I'm gonna the tell people you who stand my, by? I'm going to tell you who my hero is. Who? Don't say the one who swam. Deontay Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps, let me talk to you, sir. <laughs> <sighs> I believe that that young man is the epitome. And shout out to your parents or whoever raised you or whatever got you in the mindset to say whenever you see an injustice done to your brother or sister, whether you know them or not, whether you agree with whatever. Because see, a lot of us, we don't defend us because there are certain things about us that we don't agree with. Right. At that point in time, that young man didn't see gay, straight, alcoholic, none, drug, none. All he saw is a black man that was being treated wrong. That's it. That's my hero. That is my, you are my unsung hero, sir. And the, re the reason why we give him credit is because he didn't just sit back and record it so he can turn it in to police later. He decided to actually take action. This man jumped off of a boat that was away from the dock and was like, I'm going to help by any means. And he decided to swim from the boat to the dock. This is Lisa that alone, yes. This is Lisa Good 100, 100 I was just about to say. So he so. was already energy depleted <laughs> right. by the time by he, time got, he there. got there. So he, he, he swims to the dock. And then he gets there and he still defends this man that he saw was being attacked by multiple people. Yeah. And I commend all of the people that decided they weren't just going to stand back yeah. and watch this happen. They decided they were going to take action and jump in to help. So shout outs to all those people. Um, we don't know who you all are, all of your names or whatnot, but we definitely appreciate the actions of what happened because when we see somebody regardless of the situation we see somebody in need we decide to take action instead of just sitting by filming on our phones which most people would have did these days so shout out to the people in montgomery um i hate the way that it ended uh honestly um i love the fact that you know we came to that man's rescue because that's just somebody pop out trying to do their job telling them they came with their stuff and then that man was attacked um, so I'm, I'm waiting on felony charges to be brought up, uh, upon those people who decided that they want to attack this man for simply doing his job. But for the people who came to his rescue, shout out to y'all. Um, if, if any of y'all know who these people are, make sure you send them here to the intro podcast. Uh, make sure they follow us, DM us 
on either Instagram or Facebook. Uh, I think I might actually have something for you. And it might not be much. You know, this, this show is still kind of small from where we're at right now. But I, I think I got something for y'all. Uh, I have in a, a care no, package. I, have a, I, I, I do have a care package, though. I don't know if I want them to have what type of care package you talked no. from what you was talking about earlier in the show. No, you're you're going <laughs> to... That care package, too. <laughs> Y'all yeah, I, I have a care package for them. I'm sending everybody one steel chair. Oh, Lord. We're not sending chairs, Lord. Can, can, can we let this go? Can we let this part die? No, we won't. I don't even know where this dude came from. Because this dude, wasn't one, <laughs> he wasn't part of the ones that originally came to the rescue. But he came out of nowhere with this chair. We don't know where he got the chair. We don't know who the chair belonged to. We just know he had a steel chair. Apparently, he didn't watch too much WWE in his lifetime. Ladders, tables, and chairs. Hey, it's Monday night. Man. Tune in to USA Tonight for uh, Monday Night Raw. Come on. So he, 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 definitely, uh, he definitely tapped in to some hidden anger that he had over the years by going to get that chair. He was attacking, <laughs> he was attacking women and old men and children. And <laughs> you want that smoke? I got that smoke for you. I'm just saying. He he was he was definitely about that life in that moment. So, um, uh, I, I'm I'm happy that he came to our defense, but the way he kind of went about it was wrong to me. He didn't have to take the chair to them people, especially who the people that were scared to attack in the first place. He ain't had to knock that lady in the water. He did that. He he, he didn't he have did to that. do that. Um, he did that. That was a bit excessive, but I'm, I I get the premise. I get the point behind it. But it's, 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 it's but do you think excessive. it's about time that we start sticking up for each other? No, most definitely. Um, and Ricky Smiley been saying this for a while. Um, Shout out to Uncle Ricky. Happy belated birthday. Yes, happy belated to Ricky Smiley. Um, he made a long post about it afterwards also. Um, him and Steve Harvey have been saying, uh, no, him and Bernie Mac actually have been saying how the one thing that we don't do as people is stick together. And Bernie Mac had a joke years ago. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people didn't really find it funny or whatever. But I, I found it to be real. And he talks about this joke where there's three different guys. There's a black man, Hispanic man, and a white man. It's, who all get to ask God one question? If you can kind of, mm -hmm. if you kind of stump him on a question, he'll let you in the gates, or whatever. And you know, the first two then did it, and, and the, the black man goes up and he asks, he's like, "How come black people don't stick? Uh, when, when black people gonna stick together?" And he didn't know the answer, so they yeah. open the gate. So, so, so this is kind of the answer to that yeah. right now with this brawl: black people sticking together right then and there. I feel like if that's something that we did on a consistent basis, we can move a lot further as a society, as a people, yeah. especially in these days where we kind of need each other. Um, like I said, our culture is kind of the blueprint for America, mm -hmm. but yet we don't take advantage of that. Yeah. And I think we need to get to the point where we stick together and take advantage of that so we can all benefit from just being us yeah. in the first place. Um, as far as the violence goes, I never condone violence on any people, group of people, or whatever the case, but the people doing wrong had it coming. I um, don't condone violence, but whenever you want that energy, hello, my name is, and this is where I am. When they decided they was going to reach back and swing because that man was just telling them that they can't have their boat right there, I mean, right there alone was, was enough. If I was out there, I would have jumped over the gate and landed on somebody in WWE format yeah. as well. So I, like, I I'm just it. doing my job. I get that man was simply doing his job. And he probably just doing his job. He probably got grandkids. He 
He trying to buy school clothes and shoes for my favorite part of the video besides Michael Phelps. Uh-oh. <laughs> Dante Michael Phelps. Anytime I'm in a fight now or anytime I'm in an argument, because you so I work at Hilton Hotel in the colony or whatever, and I've run into a lot of discrepancies or whatever. Uh-oh. A lot of Anglo Saxons. Okay. I need a cap. A because cap. For me, what let me know that it was about to go down, I took that cap and threw it in the air. Threw it in. That was like the back signal. That was the back signal because that got everybody's listen, attention. We don't know what it is about a hat flying in the air randomly. But that thing that got gets black people attention. Yes. We don't know why that is. But for some reason, black people was like, what's going on over there? It black works. people ain't typically nosy mm-hmm. like that. When you seen that hat fly out of nowhere, it got everybody. Yes, sir. It. And they're like, what's going on? So Tyrone came over there first. Yep. And then. Wait, no, wait. They didn't come over there. They skipped over there. <laughs> they did something where they made it over there expeditiously. You get a black man skipping. It's over. One, Your life is done. Because for some reason, black people, a black man skipping means that it's about to go down. It's about to go down. We don't know why this is. We don't make the rules. We just follow them. So if you see a black man skipping, just know, just get out the way because something's about Move. to get real. Get out the way. So get two of them the came way. skipping. Get One came swimming. Way. So it's like <laughs> they came by low. They came by boat. They came by sea. They came by sea. <laughs> I love it. Look. I appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys for listening to or watching this episode of the Intro Podcast. JR, where can they find you and your business, bro? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Of course, they can always find me on Instagram at LionHeartJR. Um, you can find out. Uh, you can check out more of our apparel at TheLionHeartCollection.com. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at the Lionheart Collection as well. Um, check out some of our custom apparel at Exquisite Custom Creations dot com also on facebook and instagram as the same um also make sure you listen to some dope music because he won't mention it as uh at i am Trevane on wherever you get your music or streaming uh whatever streaming platform you listen to your music on especially spotify and apple music um thank you guys once again for listening to another episode of the intro podcast we love and appreciate you guys Mm-mm. what you mean uh-uh he thought we were still going in. Oh, <laughs> you got more? I have 20, what, 10, 15 minutes? You got 10, 15 minutes of what? What were we supposed to talk about today? Oh, what's that? You bringing the smoke now? Mm-mm. You bringing some smoke. I'm bringing the smoke? What were we talking about? We told somebody we was going to talk about something oh, today. Oh, well, apparently we need to talk about... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead. We're going to wrap this up on this. We're going to talk about... Um... Men, man whores. Man whores. Man whores, and why the fuck men are so easy? Um, I wish I had that use a whore. <laughs> use a whore. We can put it in there somewhere. Um, we'll, we'll find it somewhere in the reels. Um, yeah, why are men so easy when they come to women? Let's start there. Um, men, I feel like we got to do better. Mm. Um, as men, um, we know that most of us. Are, are willing and ready to respond to the action of whenever a woman just simply says, don't you want to come by and give me some? And it's just that simple for a woman to just, to just get whatever they want whenever they want it. 
But can we as men do that same thing without being criticized or judged? Absolutely not. So why are men wait, so wait, easy? Wait. You are really in, in invested in this topic. Because <laughs> they're not. I need to be. Come on, let's go. Because I used to be one of those man whores. <laughs> I used to be one of those ones. That okay. A woman would be like, what you want to come get me some? Like, you know, we so goddamn stupid. Like, so stupid. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just give me, give me, give me address. I'll, I'll be on my way. <laughs> we don't. We don't. We don't know or care. She got a man. We just want some. We don't know or care who she live with. Yep. We just like yeah. I got or the that. kids in the bed or not? We oh, don't even I don't care most of the time. Now, Lock some, them niggas out. Some of us care. Later on down the line, I started to care about stuff like that. Yeah. But in the beginning, we didn't care. The kids in the room, they sleep. Okay, cool. Let's just go ahead. Yeah, and yeah. Do we got, you got lock on the door. Put a towel on the door. That way the door don't easily come open. If you open. in jail, put the, a towel on the thing. Don't in the thing. Whoa, wait a minute. That's a whole other conversation there, sir. Like. Boosie taught me that anyway. Oh, Lord, don't learn from Boosie. <laughs> Boosie said his son is fine, by the way. That don't make a good source of, of no, information. No, he said that his son is fine. What you mean? Like, why are you talking to him? I'm going give, to give you the camera and I'm going to let you, you go. You look that up. But men, right, let's why, talk about it. Men, when, men, why don't we have the same reservations as women when it comes to giving up our stuff? Because we know some of us got some million dollar peen out there, okay? Just going to call the, just gonna call a spade a spade. Some of us got some peen out there that make a woman shiver afterwards, okay? So why should we have to give that up just because she say so? You know, why? How come we ain't been giving $40 afterwards? <laughs> now... <laughs> I know, right? It sounds like a low ball number in the first place. Yeah. But why aren't we treated with the same rules and respect as women treat not only themselves, but each other? Why don't we treat ourselves and each other the same way that women do? Like they got what's magical between their legs. Now, don't we got the same thing? Because last I checked. No, we don't have the same thing. They got the thing that you can go into. We got the thing that goes into it. But still, I mean, is it, does it not work the same way? It does because can, I've had both. Can, <laughs> I'm just saying. Can, can they not reach their quote-unquote full potential? Full potential. Without it. They can't get to where they're trying to get to. Whether it's without. the real thing or silicone. Now, silicone ain't it. it silicone is cool, but it, 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 it don't work like the real thing. That boy. It don't never work like the real thing. That's why they call us in the first place. That boy. If silicone just simply did its job, then they wouldn't need to call us. But that's, why, that's why they have us in the first place. So... Man, I think we need to start holding ourselves to a higher standard. We need to start telling these women no sometimes. Now, I know that might be hard for us to do. Wait, do you? I, I was literally going to interrupt you and ask, do you really want to say no? That's the problem. We don't want to say no. Because what happens is this. If you tell me no too many times, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop dealing with you. And that's what exactly what women do, too. Yes, they do. We tell them no. We got standards and morals. I'm going to call Tyrone. A, a woman going to say, good for you. Mm-hmm. And all they're going to do is call the next nigga line up on their phone. So, damn. Maybe I'll answer my own question. <laughs> do, do you want to say no too many times to that good good? Because once you say no too many times, they're going to call me. And I'm going to be like, although I'm gay, baby, let's go about that life. <laughs> oh, let's talk about Boosie right fast. Bo- um, Boosie, but this go- comes from Hip Hop dx.com boosie badass gushes i love this topic gushes gushes over his fine 14 year old son my sperm is everything <laughs> i don't know why people make boosie seem like i hate like the bad guy in any way shape or form nah okay so 
Uh, Boosie Badass has again praised his children's genetics, this time celebrating his 14-year-old son's fine features while also patting himself on the back for his sperm. The Bannerich rapper took to Instagram on Wednesday, August 2nd to post a video of his young son, Ray Ray, uh, donning some sleek sunglasses while posting up in the mall. My son, Ray Ray underscore the model is so fine in, in, not in, in, that's that new that's that mature Louisiana. for his age. He makes 15 on the 15th. Hazel, light brown eyes. Ian. Ian. <laughs> he the tallest boy in the family with an athletic build, Boosie wrote in the caption. He can... <laughs> this is too detailed about your son. <laughs> uh, he asks, can he go to... at Sexy red video shoot in. Check out the girls. My response. Fucking right you can. In. Do your shit. This boy is. This boy is. Go. Go be. The truth. I see it. Proud daddy. My sperm is everything. Now let's keep in mind. Let's keep in mind. This is the same father. Who allowed, I think at the age of 12 years old, grown women to give his son fellatio. Was that him? Yes, sir. That might have been. Question is, it's not even a question for me. I know me. My son is 24. How do you feel... I'm going to ask a dumb question. Can I ask you a dumb question? Ask a dumb question. Tiz is 12. Your homegirl, 20. Can I suck your son up? First of all, she's asking that. I got, I, I got, I got more questions after that if you want to suck up a 12-year-old, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, the answer is no. No, you can't suck up my 12-year-old son because that sounds stupid. Uh, it sounds stupid that you want to suck up my 12 year old son in the first place. What type of pedophile shit is you on? That boy. So, I don't know. Um, I don't even, I, I, I can't even see why this would remotely be okay to decide, let's go ahead and just make this happen. Now, let's just do it. Understand that some fathers want to seem cool to their sons, so they, they, they go to the extreme. Um, I believe recently we had, who was it? Um, Blueface. Blueface. Blueface yeah. had his son. Um, he had strippers there. And his son is what? Like less than 10? Less than 10. And Blueface got mad because his son wasn't giving the strippers mm-hmm. no attention. He didn't think about strippers he asked his at son, this age. Are you gay? He want to play the game right now. He ain't thinking about strippers right now. That. Right. He, this thing ain't even 10. He ain't hit puberty yet. He ain't thinking about pussy. Yeah. <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> Say it again the way you just said it. He ain't thinking about no pussy. Pussy? I don't understand why I, some, some of these dudes just, there's no way in hell they should really be fathers. Like, that's, that's not what your son is thinking about at the moment. He think about video games and, you know, big wheels, bikes, being outside with his friends, yeah, that boy. type of stuff. And yet, 
you you got pussy in this man's face expecting him to, to this man dick can't get hard. He yet. don't even know what this shit is. He don't know what the fuck this is. This is a gross body party. Got liquid come out of out like, of it. Get it, get it away from me. Because it smells like fish and tartar sauce a little bit. Get it away from me. Like <laughs> it depends. I mean, if she been talking like that, don't tell. She been scrubbing the ground and telling what she didn't pick up while she was scrubbing the ground with it. And but anyway, what do you do? If at the age of 16, 17, 18, 19 years old, this same son decides to say, Daddy, Daddy Blueface or whatever you call him. Okay. Well. That means all of this shit that you're doing now means absolutely nothing. Not a bitch ass thing. You, I, you wanted this man to want some pussy. He don't even want pussy. Overall, anyway, like, first of all, he was a kid when you showed him some pussy. A baby. If anything, you just probably deterred him away from pussy. Like what? 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 Well, I'm not even gonna say that. Which is why I think it's it's. God, we need to stop today's show. We're probably at the two year, uh, the two hour mark. But this is why some people shouldn't appropriate. Yeah, I think Blueface was one of those from the, from the moment he came out with his first single. Uh, I didn't think that he needed to. Well, well I'm gonna be honest. I know none of his music. And you, I'm glad you don't. I have never heard nothing from him nor the girl nor his his blue face has never came out with a song that that's made me proud that he was in black culture personally the one song that remotely he did that was like that's okay was the song that originally mo3 did and he tried to redo it and to you cannot redo a mo3 first of all Shout Mo, out to the family. Shout out, rest in peace to uh, Mo, uh, Mo Three, Dallas's very own. Um, but Mo Three's version, even though it wasn't supposed to release, it's probably one of the biggest versions in the U.S. today. Most people don't even know that Blueface came out with a version of that song. Mm -hmm. So that just shows you right there where Blueface is. I don't know why he had a deal <coughs> from the first song that he came out with that he was. The modern days took the shock or two. I don't know why Cardi B decided she wanted to get on the remix to this so-called song in the first place. Granted, I know Cardi likes being every goddamn word, but this is one of the places, Cardi, we didn't want you to be. Uh, shout out to Cardi B. I am a Cardi fan. I know these Nicki Minaj people, y'all gonna get in my DMs and crucify me. Whatever. But okay. I think that, I don't know, I feel like for me, At nine, ten, eleven, twelve years old. No, I don't even know. Again, I don't think he was ten. Let's say eight, six, seven, eight, nine years old. Your kids are not worried about I'm gay, I'm straight. I, I want pussy, I want dick. I, want I wasn't remotely thinking about it. I wasn't either. I was worried about what toys was broke, which ones was fixed. That part. I was worried about me being able to go outside and play with my friends. I was worried about freeze pops. I'd have made you a friend though. Huh? You you'd have been my friend if I if I was a kid. Because you seem like you got into a lot of trouble as a kid. I, but I got into a lot of accidental trouble. We are gonna have a show, ladies and gentlemen, where we are gonna pull in Mother Full Love. Ooh, please don't. And we're gonna talk about the real Jr. Because they got stories. They got stories. I, I got into a lot of shit. I probably shouldn't. have And been we want all the stories at those ages. Uh, before we end today's show, let me, uh, guys, uh, give you some information. Today's show, of course, is sponsored by Diane Clines with 
DS Enterprises, but also a Legal Shield. Uh, I am a faithful user of Legal Shield because sometimes I don't do right, or sometimes <laughs> they don't do right. But when I need legal assistance for anything in my life, uh, Legal Shield has the ability to meet me where I am, whether it's tickets, court, like even if it's a criminal thing. Did I, did I do it? Y'all didn't see me. You got some good lawyers on your hands. <laughs> Look, uh, for more information, I'm talking about it and didn't even pull up the website. But while I'm talking about it, I, I blame it. What we drinking again? Don't this blame shit. it on me. Uh, Kuko. Blame it on alcohol. Kuko X. Not Kukox, as Taz like to call it. Ooh, um, like premium distilled uh, tequila, 100% de agave. Come on and talk like Reposado. you know what she's saying. I do. I know a little bit of Espanol. Come on. Today's <laughs> show is sponsored by Diane Klein's uh, uh, independent associate with Legal Shield. Offering legal services starting at $29.95 and identity theft starting at $19.95 a month. Yes. They provide uh, a will, a living living will. Mm-hmm. They assist with uh, moving violations, contract reviews, consultation, and more. Do me a favor and contact Diane Clines at 214-881-5225 or go to dsclines.ladiesofjustice.com. Uh, I am not going to get out of today's show without doing this. Thank you. You all have uh, been a part of who we are for a long time, whether you've been a part from the very beginning when it, whenever it was just me, uh, whether you were a part of it whenever it was me and Kelly, whether you were a part of it when it was me, JR, and... Whatever her name was. I know. I'm not, not going to do that. What's her real her name? name give her power. No, I'm going to give... No, she was a little... She was part of the progression, so I'm going to have to do... What's her Stephanie? Yeah. Yeah. Whether you are part of it, whenever it was me, JR, and Stephanie, or whether you are a part of it right now, um, we appreciate you guys. A lot of people have been asking uh, what happened to the TV show. I'll say this. Uh, due to what's going on in Hollywood with the streaming um, purposes of making sure that actors and whatever get their money for streaming online, um, we decided to postpone TV because I want to make sure that with what we do, those who are included from JR to our writer, Glennette, to uh, Pastor C., and anybody else who has anything to do with the intro, I want to make sure that I'm able to basically pay according to what they're worth. Yes. So until uh, that writer's strike and uh, actor strike is over, uh, it's, it's 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 definitely not going away. But it's we're we're taking our time and being careful on how we approach it because I want to make sure that the people who are involved get what they need to get so uh we're we're, we're gonna give you podcasts we're gonna give you youtube and all that other good stuff people are asking me what am i watching have you ever heard of a show called swagger haven't do you have apple tv i don't know i might have it there is a tv show on apple tv it's called swagger ice cube his son O'Shea. O'Shea Jackson. Okay, yeah. So you a sports guy, so you would have absolutely love this show. Swagger is a show. Ice Cube's son plays 
O'Shea Jackson plays a uh, his last name Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. He play. I'm just making sure because I don't want to get Fifty Cent and all the other people confused. Oh, Lord. He plays a high school basketball coach. Okay. Urban City or whatever. Um, and he's the coach of individual of uh, students who were considered in whatever. Okay. But um, I'll say this, O'Shea. Y'all had me in tears, I want to say, a couple of days ago for the season finale. I'm not going to give too much of the show away, but if you like family stuff, something that you and your kids can watch, because they had an episode to where they, they, they dealt with um, the police putting, uh, they were in a, a restaurant eating, and then the police, the white police officers, stereotype them and pulled pulled their guns on them in the restaurant. The students, they did the whole Black Lives Matter protest. Uh, they did where one of the coaches was um, uh, sexually inappropriate with a female um, basketball player. Like, they covered so much stuff on this show, Swagger, and I appreciate the fact that they done that because it opened up a conversation that... Um, people don't no- normally like to have. Speaking of the conversations, and I-, I promise I'm done. Y'all don't be surprised whenever these pastors come out with videos of them having sex with, with, with their little, little, little boys or grown men. Y'all be surprised about these videos. My interpretation is it, about time y'all come out and say that y'all doing it. Oh Lord. Because, no, oh Lord. no. And I'm gonna tell you why. It's not the fact that it's not happening. It's the fact that it's, it, it's happening and people are denying it. I'm not surprised by it. I'm a victim. I'm, I'm not a victim of it. I'm a survivor of it. There we go. So y'all has to stop playing footsie with me under this oh, table. Lord. I'm a survivor of him playing footsie with oh, me. Lord. However, I appreciate you all uh, for being a part of it. This is my, my last remarks, and then JR ha- have his last remarks. I appreciate you guys for uh, being a part of today's show, those who are listening, those who are watching, like I said before. Those of you who have been along with us for the long haul over the years, those of you who are near. Don't forget next month. Guess what comes up next month? What's next month? Ooh, State Fair, baby. Oh, yeah. It's going. going down. If you are in the DFW area or surrounding areas and you plan on coming to State Fair, you prob- probably want to uh, watch these shows or uh, subscribe to the website, uh, Spotlight uh, Media Now, to find out about our giveaways for those passes. Also, our new social media site, Topics. Go to yes. ilovetopics.com. JR still has not built a profile on that page. I'm going to make put my profile today. Last today on purpose on this show and I'm going <laughs> to literally uh, edit this part of the video and tag him to it. He does not have a profile. Keon has a profile. I'm going to make my profile Keon, today. Keon has a profile. I, I've been so busy. I'm going to make my profile today. I've been Keon, so I thank you that the first day I asked you to develop your profile, Whatever, Keon, don't be you calling developed people your out. profile. Don't be I appreciate you for that. Anyway, no, we, yeah, t- definitely uh, check us out on, on topics. Yeah, I think, I are, are, are we going to be giving away some passes on topics? Yeah, we're giving away some We're going to give away some passes on topics, y'all. So go ahead and, and go to uh, I Love Topics, uh, create your profile. We're going to randomly select some winners to go to the uh, DFW State Fair 
uh, within the next month or so. So be on the lookout for that. Are as you well. going though? Because you didn't go last year with me. That's the crazy part. I, I didn't go, and I realized that like At I didn't all. even go last year. I've been every other year except for last year. I I'm felt like you, like you, you, you cheated on me with somebody else. <laughs> I didn't go to the fair at all. At all. I didn't go to the fair at all last year. At all, I didn't go. I went with. Uh, Matthew, what did I go? No, I went with my, my brother Trevor and I discovered a band from New Orleans. It's a brass band. Really? Them Negroes jammed. And I hopefully have a video right there to show y'all the band. Them Negroes jammed. I didn't even go to, like, I, I went to the fair to do my, my job or whatever, but once I discovered them, I stayed at their stage for the whole entire performance. They're from New Orleans. So they, they done the whole show, but then they done the uh where they get up and they, they walk around. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it gave me Louisiana. I loved it. Oh, okay. Shout good, out to them. Good. Um what else before we go? I want to oh, make sure I cover that. Hopefully they are. If not, JR will be live on the <laughs> Wait, so you, you wait, so you you mean to tell me before we started today's show, you wasn't up here talking to the kid that you wanted to got do no the proof. show in. Got no proof. <laughs> you got no proof. As a matter of fact, I do because your phone was wrong. <laughs> Look at that. Mean, that means I got proof, not you got proof. Hold another topic. Yeah, he wrong for them. Anyway, <laughs> in the meantime, in between time, I am Trevang.com. I love topics.com, spotlightmedianow.com. I'm making sure that we have websites because y'all need to know where yes. everything is. JR, I'm going to let you in today's show. Let's go. All right. uh, since he's, he's on websites, make sure y'all check out thelionheartcollection.com. Uh, check out any custom apparel or anything that we might have in our collection at exquisitecustomcreations.com as well. Uh, make sure y'all follow us on all social media. And make sure y'all go ahead and join that uh, that, that, that topics social network that we created look at him it's prayerfully he'll join today too we trying to take over the next twitter y'all so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take over x and we're gonna be the next big social media i do like x though because i got a lot of stuff i like on there i bet they do based on what you was talking about earlier i bet i bet they got a lot of stuff. who are we drinking today let's let's make sure we shout them out so one more shout out here to to kuko x premium reposado tequila um Brewed in Mexico with a hint of honey, vanilla, and other fruity flavors. Out of all the flavors that you tasted, what what did you taste the most? Honey. Honey. Honey, honey is prevalent in this one. So if you're not a big fan of honey, I'd say don't drink it. But I, I liked it because of the honey. Um, it's Kuko. It's C-U-C-O. And then there's an X behind it. Taz like to call it Kukox, but that's not how you pronounce it. Yeah. It's Kuko X. Um Reposado. I actually want to try some with no mixture, just that itself. Let's do. You have anything in your cup? I don't right now. Let's just do a shot with nothing but wow. nothing well, but Kuko. I, I did a shot before you uh, without this, but I'm gonna let you go ahead. And Literally a shot. A shot. Yeah, that's a sip. You out? Coat my throat. Bam. Okay, he said he's. I don't know. He's talking about coating his throat. Meaning, give me more in the bottom of the cup, bro. Oh, my goodness. I'm not gay. What are you doing? What? <laughs> this man that had identity crisis on the show. No homo. All right, let's go ahead and cheers well, to let, this. Let's do this. Let me make sure y'all know who we are. Cheers to today's show, man. I appreciate you, man. All right, 
Well, look, thank you all for joining us today. You've been listening to or watching the intro podcast. Of course, I'm your boy, JR. I'm your boy, Taz, and he's taking over. Y'all see, I, I love this initiative. <laughs> it's so attractive. I want him right now. All right. And we'll see y'all next week, y'all. Holla. Let's see what this is. chest hair in the last 30 seconds. <laughs> I tell people all the time don't try to keep up with me. Thank y'all for watching y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Holla. I'm going to turn this off in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> nah.